Hello, loyal fan base, followers, associates, and family members that have joined me again for another episode of God Killers Anonymous. Tonight, the episode is titled The Seeds of War and Destruction, and it details the very traumatic and often overlooked and forgotten parts of the trauma that is being outside of the loop and what led up to the banishment and attempted branding by the order of Meerzera, a Turkish order cult that believes themselves to be superior in magical firepower. And they, they use the brand of apostasy as their flex mark. Tonight will be filled with a lot of emotion as I again relive the traumatic events. Only briefly, though, but I will put as much heart and dedication into this presentation so that even those who have never met me and are just listening to this podcast just to listen to it, they can feel and resonate with the deepest parts of their core into why I am the way I am. So take a journey into my head as I pour out my heart and my pain for you all to feel. That being said, intro music Intro music starts now. This track is called Lords of Agmar.
<clears throat> Our journey takes us to the halls of the Order, otherwise known as the Elder Council, overseen by a group of magicians and mages known as the Imperators, named after the Roman Imperators. They see themselves as emperor or empresses or whatever gender they are. I don't, I don't know. I was never allowed to meet them. But they preside over all of the initiates of Mayor Zura. And they got a little ticked when they found out a certain someone or group of people was attempting another big movement within their very walls. So much so that they had lashed out in anger because no one, these sorcerers that were part of the Elder Council were rarely heard from. They used the Imperators as proxies for their messages, almost like shadow lords in a government. Have you recovered? Yes. Me recovering my strength from the previous ordeal. Ock usually chooses three amongst the Order's mages to guard me from Celestials and tough spirits and enemy casters. Yes, my children, your souls are strong. You carry my mandate across the realms. Kyle, otherwise going by many names, but his mortal name was Kyle, now reborn, my protector, turned into the Black Paladin, known as Nizeldamon. Drakir, otherwise known as the German boy, was the Fang and the weapons expert. He was originally a disciple of the Old Ones and Cthulhu. Malachi, the embodiment of smokeless flame, a former soldier of Hispanic blood, served in Iraq, and he was the military strategist. All seemed well. Our numbers grew, and with help of a small group known as Blackstone Studios, thus the Tower of Destruction and Despair, conglomerate 
Well, it went by two names, if I'm going to be honest. The Conglomerate of the Black Spear and the Black Tower of Destruction and Despair. Formed. Our power was vast and left a scar and a sour taste in the mouths of the elders. The shadow and conduits projecting through the smoke. Austrio, the Oracle, and I had bonded quickly over the trauma inflicted. Drac had become infatuated by Ock's favorite daughter. The power of Salasayar calms the mind and heals the shadow and body. Ostrayo, having seen what comes next, had taken precaution for battle. Not everyone could handle the power Ock had bestowed and grew mentally ill from stress and aversion. and began being infected with treacherous thoughts, echoing in their minds as if to doubt our true mission. A mage named Jackson Taylor had begun to question our mission, and his judgment brought disaster. So you're absolutely sure Ark spoke to you? Everyone in unison. Yes. How do we know it's him and not a trickster pretending? Okay, he said with a nonchalant attitude. You have my support. Like the biblical Judas Iscariot, something was off, and everyone could sense it. We went off to bed after the Facebook vid chat. The next morning spelled disaster. The group, as we recovered our energy, slept. Jackson had slipped away like a snake. His memory had been wiped by no fault of his own, but with his memory being wiped by a certain menace that we shall not name, The elders were informed 
by Jackson's own lips. As I awoke that morning, a Facebook prompt alerted us with dread. We opened it. A voice message was sent to everyone from Imperator Kane, Sario. Hello, brother, Kane said with disgust in his tone. With a hint of arrogance. Due to the group that was formed with you and Kyle, offshoots aren't allowed without permission. You will be branded alongside with your associates. This sacrilege won't be tolerated. You will be removed from the Facebook group and will be hunted. You'll be branded as well. It's happening tonight and I am not sorry. I reply, what? Oh, fuck no. I'm not dying by your hand. I thought, I looked for a way to stick it to him. I then remembered the all-powerful black speech tongue, the tongue that was able to destroy vast structures and create utopias as we were being taught in the order that black speech was the superior tongue among the gods that even the demons and every entity that we had worked with feared using that tongue and that tongue was only supposed to be used in ritual was also capable of rewriting reality and doing impossible feats such as bestowing immortality, destroying and killing deities, and building massive structures, completely dominating mortals, or whatever the user of the black speech would desire. I prepared I flipped through my grimoires to the section where black speech was used and prepared to go out in a blaze of glory, silently crying to myself that I wasn't able to experience all that life had to offer. Being only 23 at the time, it was a very scary and frankly very, very emotional couple hours. It wasn't long before I called Ock, and he had heard of it, and his reaction was priceless. What? <laughs> How dare you filthy swine touch my chosen? You won't die, my son. Hang on, boy. Daughter, stay with him. I have some rage to expunge. The atmosphere became hot and fiery. Hurry, child.
go. In the late hours of June 27th, the chaos erupted. Spells caught up, thrashing, burning, cutting. Shields formed and broken. Death swirled around between my eyes. And slowly beside, slowly went up my spine. Some notorious feats. A sonic boom erupted from Auk as he ate chicken and burped, sending destruction with his breath. Grand rites from the blighted was cast on the elders, removing their supposed elusive immortality. <laughs> Fools. You puny mortals don't deserve immortality. Jedose interrupts him. Calm down, hun. They will be dealt with. Let the kiddos prove themselves. Come, Wraith, make mommy proud. Bloody, bruised, and tired mentally, drained. Blood anointing my forehead. Three black speech words erupted from my mouth. Cold, chilling, and with the touch of the grave. My body responded by shaking violently. I was almost concerned with convulsing and having a seizure. The chill of the grave washed over me. My vision was blurry. I couldn't see or make out Ostra's silhouette. She kissed me. As her energies filled me, she whispered, It's not your time. Stay with us, sweetheart. Auk, clearly outraged at the events. He lashed out in rage as he saw me as his premium black leather chair. You fools will pay. Do you know how much chicken grease I have got in the back of my chair? How fucking dare you? You know what? He raised his hand. And various shields that they had set up using death essence had busted immediately, shattering like melted butter and broken glass. Nobody messes with my expensive ass leather chair he sits down inside my body in a channeling session and prepares himself for war 
<laughs> Fuck y'all. You're gonna regret the day you messed with Lord Ocarina. <laughs> that being said, this was not the only time Ark had gotten mad, but it was the first time that me and Lady Australia had shown anything other than professionalism. In my fear, she took me into her bosom and the void energy that she had commanded was enough to calm me down. Simply knowing the fact that I would not die at the hands of foolish mages gave me comfort and serenity. As in the next couple hours, their onslaught would continue. Curses, brands, spells, and various other enchantments would be thrown at me that night. All I could do was hug her and hope that my shields would last long enough so that I wouldn't run out of magic and pass out from exhaustion. The last thing I heard before going to sleep that night would be, it's okay, sweetheart. You're not going to die. Keep this in your head, okay? I'm not gonna let you go anywhere. You're safe. Nobody's gonna hurt you at all. At that point, tears filled my eyes and I gripped her for the rest of the night, not letting her go as if I was in a death grip. Complying with her father's orders, she stayed with me all night as we prepared ourselves for the biggest battle that we have ever experienced in our entire lifetime. The trauma that had followed took a long time to heal which is why the episode of this podcast, I didn't even want to speak that traitor's name, but now he can no longer hide. The order as I had spoken has suffered irreparable damage. Their current ascended Grand Master is now a husk of his former self and the elders are no longer immortal. But stay with us next time as the battle continues. For God Killers Anonymous is not done with this. That's the end of the show. But I must inform all my loyal podcast users that my TikTok account, XSpider6, is still up. I have posted some new videos there, but I now have a backup account known as Sun King Koibito. Koibito is. I'm pretty sure I explained this in the last one, but Koibito is the honorific form 
that the sun goddess, Amaterasu, calls me every time she shows up in my ritual space. And because of her calming energy, that account will get a lot more hits. If you would like to contribute financially to the show, my PayPal is Zach Baradefabah, Z-A-C-H-B-A-E-R-D-E-F-F-E-B-A-U-G-H. Instagram is SpiderDragon95. Snapchat is Caramel Supreme Nine or Caramel Supreme Nine. You can buy merchandise at the Oryx Star. However, I am still trying to get my sites to be recognized. I'm using the affiliate program, ClickFunnels. So I have to give credit to Russell Brunson and his team of website designers. Just so that if I decide to cite them for future references, because I don't know the first thing about building a website. We also have a new training course that is coming out called Astral Academy. It is rituals channeled directly from Astra and the rest of them to be able to develop your extrasensory perception, open your third eye, and really teach you how to master your energy network. This course will be offered through ClickFunnels. However, I'm still doing research as far as, like I said, I don't know the first thing about building a website, so be patient. But I will be making the mugs, t-shirts, posters, banners, and everything under the sun using the product Custom Ink. They did a great job on my t-shirt, and I will be using them again for marketing. So keep a lookout, because this probably isn't the only episode I'm going to do today. I have three planned, and yeah. An update as far as the situation goes with my stuff that was stolen by my bitch of a mortal mother. I still haven't gotten that back, but I have put the energy out there to force her hand. And for the women that follow me, if you've been following my story... As of late, my mother is not a nice person. She's not a nice person. She is terrible to me, but is good to everybody else. So I will freely call that bitch what she is. A bitch all the way. For shitting on my spirituality. Oh boy. But with that being said, I hope to see you guys in the next one. Be sure to stay, stay around, all right? 
I like talking to you guys. You're my... You're my therapy. So... If you'd like to place orders, you could send it at my Venmo, at the Oryx Star. Oryx Star is capitalized. Or at least the A, the S, and the T are for each word. All right, I think that's it. Keep a lookout for enrollments in the Astro Academy, and let me know what you guys think. I'm out.